North-South Connection Podcast Network. Get your ass out of bed. It is time for another episode of Cronoso Daily. And I really, 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 that's a lot of reallys, hope that this episode reaches your ears as you're making your choices uh, for what you're going to have for breakfast. Because as we continue through this podcast, we're going to have a couple of new items on the menu. As you could probably tell from the randomness of the intro, this is Johnny C coming at you with the main event of Saturday night's main event from January 4th, 1986. It's coming at you from the Sun Dome in Tampa, Florida. The best reason I can think of to go from 50 to 49, Florida. Anywho, we start off with a WWF flashback. Now, this was kind of cool. But uh, it raises a lot of questions. So what this WWF flashback is, is it's basically an instant replay uh, to, oh, I should probably mention, I'm covering The Rock Don Morocco and Mr. Fuji, a.k.a. the stars of Fuji Vice, uh, taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the Junkyard Dog, a.k.a. Team Animal, as uh, I'm going to call them. So the WWF flashback that starts this segment is actually just kind of a replay of an incident that occurred um, involving the Rock Don Morocco, Mr. Fuji, and Ricky Steamboat. That incident is hanging Ricky the Dragon Steamboat with a leather belt over the top rope, um, like the vile heels that they are. A couple of things coming up, though, uh, during this flashback, as it's called, and branded, I might add. There's WWF flashback branding. The footer reads, Bad Blood, 19... 19- 85. So did this incident occur at Bad Blood 1985, which, to the best of my knowledge, was not a thing. But it does make me want to get extra to take you home, back on up to God and everyone. Anyway, coming up, it's the Dragon's Revenge. We cut to commercial. We come back from commercial, and it's the Big Kahuna. Actually, it's just the Rock Don Morocco in like a wave pool doing some surfing. Uh, but five, he's joined by five beach babes, uh, thus showing that the Rock Don Morocco is indeed a bit of a ladies' man. Cut to Mean Gene, who's about to interview Don Morocco and Mr. Fuji. And the Rock Don Morocco's kind of on here. And he's like, oh, has little Ricky been complaining? Oh, he's so mad that we tried to hang him. And Mean Gene's like, well, what are you going to do about the junkyard dog? And he's like, well, if I was a mailman in suspenders, I might be worried about the junkyard dog. But Mr. Fuji, what do you do with dogs in Japan? Now, I would like it to be noted that I am simply quoting the sports entertainer known as Mr. Fuji. They roast dogs, they fry dogs, and they boil dogs. Junkyard dog can have his choice. (laughs) Actually, instead of doing the laugh, I'm just going to put insert evil Mr. Fuji laugh. Now. Before, you know, you get that breakfast made, let's see if you're in one of these countries. Because I did a little bit of Internet research, which, of course, we all know is the best research around, to figure out where it is still legal to consume dog and cat in the year 2022. Now, it may not be legal to purchase said meats in these countries, but please note that these countries will allow you to consume the meat. Canada. China, France, Germany, Russia, 
South Korea! And now that's Vince McMahon doing Royal Rumble entrance. Switzerland! The United Kingdom! United States of America, if you have a religious exemption! <laughs> that's when Vince has to, you know, dub over the Royal Rumble competitors because Haku decided not to show up. Or Brian Knobs decided not to show up. Brian Knobs! United States of America, as long as it's covered by religious ceremony exemption. Uh, <laughs> why do I do this? So Vince asks Jesse, what's up with all this talk about eating dog? And Jesse indicates, well, McMahon said, well, monsoon, well, gorilla. Uh, in Japan, they eat it raw, dog. And I'm not sure why Jesse's bringing up birth control in this scenario. Um, but we head back to Gene, who's with Team Animal. And the junkyard dog indicates that he's joined this battle so he can stop the trends that Mr. Fuji and Don Morocco are setting examples for the kids. So the JYD has gotten involved in this battle because he's afraid that if The Rock and Mr. Fuji continue to hang sports entertainers over the top rope with leather belts, then the kids might try to do the same thing. So basically, he's just doing this for the, for the you know, the, the, the millennials, Gen Z, Gen whatever's next. JYD has your back. And I think that that's something we can all get behind. But I don't know if this was going to be the leading cause of um, angst amongst the children of this generation. Uh, I can tell you that I'm a part of this generation. I've been born in 1983. This is a 1986 show. I never once um, felt that in order to fit in, I needed to throw someone over the top rope and hang them with a leather belt. So maybe the JYD's actions were justified. And the reason that never happened is because he decided to join this battle. Speaking of joining this battle, we've got one more commercial break, which tells us that coming up next is Bad Blood? What the fuck? Did Bad Blood happen in 1985? Is this Saturday night's main event? Bad Blood in your house. Uh, regardless, I'm getting a little headstrong here. Um, so let's join the match in progress as we return from commercial break. So right off the bat, it's pandemonium. All four men are in the ring, just sticking it to one another. Eventually, Fuji and the dragon head to the floor, and looks like starting off, we're going to get Rock Don Morocco and the JYD going at it. Right off the bat, I noticed that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is wearing, like, short tights, and it's really fucking with my skull, because I don't think I've ever seen him do that before. Uh, Fuji then hits the dragon with a concrete body slam, which is absolutely a good move. It's my go-to tactic when I play WrestleFest, the arcade game. So, Mr. Fuji, I approve. Uh, the JYD eventually misses a headbutt to the pectoral area, according to Vince McMahon. Fuji gets tagged in with his devious karate techniques. Morocco's back in. Something that the heels are doing quite well are quick, frequent tags cutting off the JYD from his partner. Unfortunately, the Rock Don Morocco comes back in the ring and falls for the old JYD expose the business arm drag. He hits him with an arm drag that doesn't really connect. Uh, Morocco flips over anyway. What can I, you know, what can I tell you? The business is exposed. At this point, JYD gets in control and hits the headbutt on Morocco. But it's a pretty cool variant of his normal thump headbutt. It's the kiss variant. Because I swear to you folks, it looks like he's just planting him with a sweet, tender, goodnight kiss. But I'm here for it, and I'm okay with that. More quick tags from the heels 
sides, uh, more tags, even more tags, the heels are still in control. A steamboat is pacing back and forth on the apron, and McMahon notices, oh, steamboat is hot. And he's not my type. I'm more into, like, the George Clooney, like, older, stoic, strong, and silent type. But if you want to go for the dragon, you go for it, McMahon. And speaking of going for it, the Rock Don Rocco goes to put the finishing touches on the JYD, but the JYD sidesteps, and all of a sudden, the Rock Don Morocco is, uh, you know, facing the post. Can JYD make the tag? Well, I got news for you. Dracarys! Because the dragon is now poised and entering the ring. And what I can describe only as a racist martial arts stance, the dragon is now the legal man and ready to unload on the Rock Don Morocco. And I should probably point out at this point that they keep calling him Magnificent Morocco. And I don't think the Rock Don Morocco is actually a thing yet. And if you think that I'm going to go back and re-record any of this to omit me calling him the Rock Don Morocco, you have got another thing coming for you. Um, you know, Steamboat is in control. Fuji gets back in the ring. Steamboat hits him with these really weak-looking chops. They're kind of pathetic and silly and goofy. But after these chops... He hits him with a very sweet ghetto blaster. Uh, somebody's got to bring the ghetto blaster back. What a sweet-ass finishing move. He slingshots the Rock Don Morocco and Fuji in together. It's a meeting of the minds. He goes up top, hits a flying press on Morocco, who I guess is the legal man at this point. One, two, he got... No, he didn't. So Steamboat tags in the JYD. JYD hits the thump without the kiss. One, two, three, it's over. The faces are victorious, and Steamboat gets in on a little extracurricular activity. He gets clear in the camera view, and I realized the whole time that he was wearing pants. They were just different colors, and uh, for some reason, I couldn't tell, based on my poor eyes and their color deficiency, that he was wearing red tights. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? You think I'm going to go back and re-edit the part where I said he was wearing tights and it was fucking with my skull? No. You need to know exactly what happened, and that's what's happening. So we'll be back! So we come back, and we're on Jesse and Vince, and they're going to recap what's happened. I noticed that Jesse the Body Ventura is wearing his pride cape. So good on you, Jesse. Sticking it to the man. Fucking with Florida. Uh, you get my vote. Uh, well, no, actually, you don't. Um, it's a recap. They say that Hogan, 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 Hulk Hogan, he's here, and he tastes like steak with pizza sauce on it. Uh, that Hogan retaining his title is clearly the highlight of the evening. Jesse gets adamant at McMahon and tells him that him stepping into the ring was the best part. You guys know what happened. I didn't, because I didn't watch this whole thing. I came into this assignment late, so I'm excited to see what they're here what Jesse the Body Ventura got up to this evening. Stay with us! We'll be back! We're back! Happy New Year! Roll the credits! They really did that. They really went to a commercial after coming back from a commercial, and when they came back from a commercial, all they said was Happy New Year, and they rolled the credits. Ballsy move, Vince. Ballsy move. I did watch the full credit sequence, though, and here's a couple of things that I learned. One, this episode of Saturday Night's Main Event was a joint production from Titan Sports... And once a month productions. Who came up with this name? What are they referencing? 
Is it the fact that we do one Saturday night's main event a month? Or is it some sort of rib on Miss Elizabeth? Either way, I do not approve. Uh, I did stick through the whole credit sequence, though, to see if there was a teaser, a stinger scene to set up uh, WrestleMania 2. There was not. A lost opportunity, Vince. A lost opportunity. Well, speaking of a lost opportunity, that's going to wrap up this episode of Pernoso Daily. You've listened to me and lost the opportunity to have 10 or 15 minutes of your life dictated to doing whatever you wanted to do, and you were stuck with me. Although, I do get to hype up the fact that next on Pernoso, which is a great, great reference point for anyone who listens to all these things, where on my last episode, I fucked up and said that up next was going to be WrestleMania 2. Well, guess what, folks? Vindication! Because when we come back to you on Pernoso Daily... It's going to be WrestleMania 2, what the world has come to. That's a little WrestleMania 2 saxophone solo for you. We'll see you at WrestleMania!